Gilligan Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 267. My name is J.J.M. Clark, J. the Jedi Ross, Ross Jedi Jane, as always, it's so wonderful to have all you beautiful babies back here with me in the L5J studio. Here we go, kids. We're closing it out. We're finishing it off. New York Comic Con 2017, part three, bringing you our final four conversations from that epic adventure. Gosh, I already can't wait for next year. Who are we closing it out with? Well, first, we're going to have a conversation with a new friend. His name is Joshua Howell, and he is a author. He was writing a book called The Fierce and Fading. Couldn't quite get it done, so he turned it into a comic book. Ain't nothing wrong with comic books. We love comic books. So we chat with him uh, for a few minutes about The Fierce Are Fading. Uh, I was just walking through the small press exhibitors area of the show and uh, saw a few people there. That's where I met uh, Ted Sakura, who I hope you enjoyed. Apama, uh, last episode. Uh, really cool comic. I encourage you all to check up. But anyways, uh, The Fierce Are Fading by Joshua Howell. Uh, that's our first conversation. Our second conversation is with our patron of the weekend, the man who made it all possible, our good friend, Mr. J.P. Fosgit. Bodie Troll, coming soon. After that, a conversation with Mr. Howie Knoll. Uh, if you don't know Howie, Howie's an amazing writer and illustrator, and he's got a brand new book out called Float. It's an autobiographical love story about anxiety and the glass ceiling. It's something that you'll hear is a little bit personal to me, as I'm sure is very personal to many of you out there. Uh, I really, really enjoyed this conversation with Howie. I hope we get to have a chance to get further into it. But uh, it was pretty deep, pretty cool. Uh, pretty meaningful. So I hope you enjoy my chat with Howie. After that, we close it out. We close it out for real. We literally close it out. We literally begin the wave of hand clapping that shall end the New York Comic Con. Uh, listen and listen close to my conversation with Mr. Dirk Manning. King of New York, buddy. Uh, yeah, so there you go. This is it. Part three. Thank you to everybody involved. Thank you to everybody that made pod with me over the whole entire New York City Comic Con weekend. I uh, made so many cool new friends, saw so many cool old friends. Uh, what a party. We'll do it again next year, shall we? Absolutely. Uh, New York Comic Con, part three. This will also count as session number six for our session uh, 30 and 30 sessions. If you don't realize, An Elegant Weapon is doing 30 podcasts in 30 days. This episode is our regular Monday episode, uh, but every other day you can catch about 10, 15 minutes of me talking about mainly Kickstarters, but some other stuff that pops up along the way. But for now, please enjoy our regular Monday episode 267 in session 6 of 30 and 30, New York Comic Con Part 3. Josh Howell, Jay Fosgett, Howie Knoll, Dirk Manning. I am Jay, and I am just meeting Josh. I'm meeting Josh of who and what am I meeting Josh of? My name is Josh. I'm the uh, author of The Fierce or Fading. Uh, it's a graphic novel and a novel. 
Uh, we're here at uh, booth 1160 at New York Comic Con. Right on. So uh, what's the book about? What's the deal? Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a book I was working on for a couple years. Um, couldn't get it done, so somebody told me to turn it into a comic. I like comics. Right so that's on. what we yeah, did. Yeah. It's all about Agent Riley Harper. She's FBI. Her partner goes missing. And the more she tries to find him, the more crazy sci-fi stuff happens around her. All right. There's so. genetic monsters, there's secret societies, assassins, all that crazy stuff. So it's sci-fi, but it's more like a detective thriller it is, kind yeah, of sci-fi, yeah. mm -hmm. not just the big laser shoot em up Correct. sort of thing. Correct. That's rad. Yeah. That's rad. Yeah. So where are you guys out of? Uh, I'm from Omaha. Omaha. Yeah, all right. yeah. You may be my very first Omaha interview in six years, man. Well, I'm honored. There That's you go. That's very, very cool. <laughs> so uh, how did this all begin? Oh, I've been writing since I was a kid, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've had this book in my head for a long time, and uh, like I said, I was I kept on hitting walls, and people told me you go into the comic store every week, you know, right. try to write it in script form, and uh, so I did that, and then I looked around for artists, and I found this girl, Alaria. She's 19. She's over in Italy. It's her first comic. Right on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, there's a treasure trove of artists who are in other places. You're darn people, right. And that's kind of becoming the thing. Yeah. People are realizing that there's people over there just as hungry to break in. Very much and so. And don't have nearly the opportunity as we do in North America here, right? You're right. So You're right. So there's some amazing books out there, you know? Yes, yes. So very, very cool. So how'd you find her? Just like uh, trolling online? Or? Yeah. Well, I mean, I auditioned a lot of people. And okay. uh, I found there's a big problem with some of my uh, first try. They were over-sexualizing all the characters in my book. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm that a guy, you know, yeah. yeah. I mean, it takes away from the, if, if that's not the direction you're going, it can take away from the story. So oh, of course. Yeah. I found her on Facebook. There's there's pages out there that connect authors with artists, you know. Absolutely. We did a couple test pages, and once I, I agreed with their style, we did a Kickstarter to raise money for her. And, and how uh, did that go? It, it went well, man. Yeah, yeah. It went really yeah. well. Once yeah. we showed off some of her work, I think people really kind of, uh, latched onto it and they right liked on. the story as much as she did and it blew up. That's right on man. Yeah. That's great to hear. Yeah, it's, it's well. very exciting. It helps them out so much out there and you, yep. know, you, you get cheap talented labor to be honest. Well, that's you know true. I mean? There's some people over there who are doing work as well as some of the big two mm -hmm. and just literally there's no way for them to get their, their word out. So that's right. The internet is a beautiful thing. I can't tell you how many comics I've had on this show over the years where they've been created by two people who've never met yep. and just hooked up on the internet and right. created this incredible thing and then they'll finally meet at a show like this or something. And yeah. Like, oh yeah. Well, she's yeah. booked for the next three years right. and uh, right. we were hoping to bring her out this year, maybe right. next year. Okay. But uh, yeah, she's doing well now and you're right. I've never met her. I hope to one day. Of course. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it was yeah. a chance meeting and I'm really happy it happened. Right on. That's very cool. So yeah. I mean, have you ever done New York Comic Con before? Or? Oh yeah. I've been here as a fan for multiple years. Um, I've been here helping out my friends when they've had movies in the past. Okay. Um, so when my book came out last year, I was like, man, New York Comic Con. We, yeah, we brought yeah. it here. It was a big hit. So we came back. Nice. And now uh, we have a sequel and all that. So it's good, you know? Being my first uh, Omaha discussion uh -huh, here, uh -huh. uh, what's it like out there? How's the comic community? How's the scene? How's the shops? It's good. It's good. You know, the Midwest has its uh, smaller Comic Cons. The, uh, the oh, people, do they ever? Oh, they do, yeah. <laughs> the people that run New York, they, they've been branching out there. they got Chicago. Uh, C2E2. C2E2 is amazing. Yeah. My favorite show of the year is Motor City. Okay, if yeah, you that's a good one. If you Motor City, I highly mm -hmm. recommend Motor City. It's yeah. hard to get into all the ones I want to get into, oh, you know, sure. but yeah. I try. I try yeah. to get in as many as I can. Have you done many then? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been, I, 
I still have a full-time job. This is a part-time gig for me. I hear you. Yeah. But as a fan, I used to go to as many as I could. So right. if I can afford to, yeah, I usually do about, you know, 10, 12 a year if I right can. Right on, so, right on. Yeah. So you, you're, you're giving the hustle like you need to hustle. That's so. what you got to do, man, if yeah, you want to get yeah. your stuff out there, you uh, know. Absolutely. Well, where can the people out there check out your stuff? Uh, we're on Facebook. If you search thefiercerfading.com, uh, it's there. I've got a website, Joshua D. Howell. Um, otherwise, we're on Amazon. Our books are more expensive on there, you know, because they have their minimum well, hey, pricing. Yeah, yeah, they do. But, their uh, thing, but yeah, otherwise, sure. you know, if you're going to a con, I'm likely there. I try to meet people in person. You That's know, very, very cool, man. Very yeah. awesome. Well, thanks for taking a few minutes for talking with yeah, me, thanks, man. man. Uh, it. yeah, we'll hook this up, kids. Get out there and check out the coolness, and uh, you know, maybe we'll run into you again. All right. And maybe we can even hook up sometime. Uh, we do the Skypes. I do a lot of Skype interviews because oh, yeah, I'm that. up in Canada. But you know, we'll have a longer, more in-depth chat about things. Heck yes. Very cool, dude. Thanks, Thank man. you. As we sit here, Jay Fosgett and I on the last day of New York Comic Con discussing how difficult it is to podcast this late in the day because everyone's so damn toasted out. Yeah, I am definitely toasted and bageled. Toasted and bageled. That's a state to be in. Yep. Yeah, Mel looks like she's ready to show you something. No, I just wanted to pod too. Oh, absolutely. Nice. Derek's not around and that's when she pipes open, huh? Yeah. So it's been a pretty great show, wouldn't you say, Jay? I'd say it's been a phenomenal show. I've never experienced anything like this. Well, man. I've never had someone as awesome as you helping me at this con, except for the great Kelly O'Hara, who couldn't be here. I just hope that I did Kelly proud. I think she'd be very proud of you, because you, you kept me out of harm's way, which is 90% of the job. Well, well that's, that's the pizza. rule. And pizza. Kelly brought us pizza. This is true. Well, I did not bring the pizza. Now, Is that Mel, how I failed? L- no, let me tell you why I didn't fail because I sent somebody whose name shall remain Mel to go, <laughs> to go buy me popcorn, and she comes back and huh? Evidently, they only sell half-size popcorns because half of it was missing, as Mel <laughs> was stuffing it in her face like a pink pillowcase. So, so I don't think you not getting us pizza can really be an issue. Yeah, still, it doesn't put me uh, on, on a Kelly-type level. But, okay, this has been nuts. You have done so many commissions. It's a record. This weekend. It's insane. To actually sit here, like, I always visit you a lot, and I'll hang out, but to sit here for, like, the majority of the time, like I did, and witness yeah. this amount of work yeah. has been insane, man. Well, let me tell you, so my brain shorted out around about 10 o'clock this morning, and uh, when I got here, of course. And so I had one sketchbook commission of Black Cat from Marvel, and I did this beautiful Black Cat. It was a pencil sketch, and everything's great. He comes back, and I'm like, hey, which one was yours again? He goes, mine's the sketchbook. I'm like, what sketchbook? And I look, and I'm like, oh, the sketchbook I was supposed to draw Black Cat on. The one that says Black Cat. Yeah, not on on a sketch card like I did it. So I had to draw the whole thing over again. But that original Black Cat sketch is now in my personal collection here. Okay. Yeah, so that's how much my brain has quit Goofed working today. It. How did the guy like the zombie chick mermaid? Oh, he went nuts for it. He, nuts? Oh, he, yeah. he, he said, you're way undercharging. And I'm like, well, don't really? don't tell me that now. <laughs> what did you charge him for that? $70. Oh, that's a steal. Man. You know, because yeah. I guess like other people. But then You've done that a lot this weekend. I Jay have, Fosgett. but you got it. This is the reality of, of the convention thing is your name as much as your talent, maybe more so, determines what your prices can be. 
and I am still not like Scotty Young level or David Peterson level notoriety right. Right. that I feel I can charge more than what I charge. Right. So well, that's very fair. You're also a very fair guy, and it's not like you're charging peanuts. No, I'm not charging peanuts you know? at all. I think I'm definitely making a, more than a fair wage for what I do. But I want to make sure I'm, I'm not screwing the people that are buying them because they love my work and I want my work to be accessible. Right. I want to find that happy medium where we're both getting what we want out of it. Right, right. And you did actually, in fact, due to your massive commission list, you did raise prices a little bit in the end there. I did. Because all you could do were really to fit in were the pencil sketches. That's the truth. So you put a little increase there. and A uh, little bump. You know, I think that's fair. And people kept coming for them. Yeah, they demand. did. Supply and demand, and that was great. But and, and now, New York Comic Con has become my second most uh, successful show right after Fan Expo 2016. What? 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 Fan Expo? Yes, and Fan Expo 2017 was my second most successful one until this one. Right on. Is that taking consideration the exchange rate? No, no, because I because <laughs> I pretty much charge the same amounts. I figure it's still three you know three grand right, is three right, grand or whatever right, the case right. may be now so. you got some crazy commissions this weekend right i just bought art i just bought pages oh you didn't have I actually, anything I done how howie how did a, a caricature of my dog for me oh that's it sweet. was awesome yeah yeah well what kind of pieces did you buy then you got a mcniven i got a really mcniven nice. from secret empire number one and i also uh got an el rio from db8 and i convinced derek to buy a gene colon Nice, nice, And nice. she convinced herself not to buy a Jay Fosgate. <laughs> I right, tried to got, buy a Jay Fosgate, but three, uh, three commissions ended up on the roster while I was uh, trying to talk to Jay about it. Snooze, you lose. <laughs> Mel, well, thank you for backing me up this weekend and hanging out with Jay so I could have some time to go and pod. And, yeah. And, and, and there, there was no room at my booth, so. <laughs> nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, again, Jay... Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, we would be remiss not to mention Bodie Troll. Oh, Bodie Troll, man. He had a huge presence this weekend. So many Bodie fans came up excited about the news that Boom is releasing the new Omnibus in 2018, May, uh, Mar uh, February of 2018, that is. And, um, yeah, people were just so excited. I, I'm just, I'm in. Just I can't believe your global fanage. You yeah. had one guy come out from Singapore. He's a pony freak. It wasn't specifically you because I saw him over there but, with the other pony artists. But he yes. discovered me through Bodie, which is cool. And he, but he was a fan of Bodie first. And when he realized I worked on ponies, he was over the moon. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. That, and he got a lot done for me. Oh, he got a bunch done for me. Right, yeah. Right. So you and, had a fan from Finland. Yep. You had Scotland. Scotland, that's right, from Edinburgh. Yes. Yeah, his wifey sent him to specifically to you. Yes, because yeah. she loved my baby group cover, and then she's like loves all my stuff now, so I uh, did her a special sketch just for her of baby group in a kilt. Yeah, yeah, which I hear is blowing up in Scotland. So, oh, my God, I yeah. hope that's true. Yeah, well, hopefully that. Uh, and then my pals from Ireland. Oh, Daryl and Aaron Daryl and Aaron are wonderful Two are the people. greatest friends they I got. They have added so much 
to this weekend for me. Uh, they're me easily the two best new friends that have come out of this weekend for me. Absolutely. Because weekends like this, you always come out with wonderful new friends. Yeah. Uh, but these these guys are special. These guys are definitely are very 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 cool people. And Daryl's a very talented artist himself, I working got, in I animation. Seen anything yet? yet oh so my I'm gosh, she's check it out. Daryl's working on all these great Hasbro properties in animation now. So That's it. He's a mad talent. Yeah, I'll have to get him on the podcast if he can slow the fuck down because <laughs> he's so at excitable. Times he would start talking and me and Jay would just kind of look at each other like, what What was that? Did he say something? I'm good at deciphering it. I'm yeah, but that was, he was getting quick there for a bit. You know, I'm pretty understandable of it too. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, understand. I'm not making any kind of grammatical and yet it made, sense at this point. It made sense to me at this point in my mush-addled brain. I've so. never experienced anything like this, man. It's, uh, Fan Expo is something, but I don't still think, not this. Like, I don't know if I could handle another one of these this year. I think I can only ha- I handle one New York Comic Con a year because yeah. no other con is this overwhelming. So this would be bigger than San Diego? Unquestionably. Really? San Diego is not a comic show. It's a pop culture entertainment show. New York Comic Con is a comic show first and foremost. Right, right, right. I, I learned would, that about Reed Pop when I went to see the Eats. I did not make a third of what I made here in San Diego. Right, right. But like Epic Scope wise, as an attendee, would it seem bigger in San Diego? Uh, media wise, yes. Okay. You're going to see more movie stuff, the humongous Lord of the Rings statues and things of that nature. They right. got more of that there. Right. Because they just have more space. Right. But they have a greater amount of people coming in the door to this show. And it's been right. that way three years running. Right. Maybe four years. Uh, it, yeah. An amazing experience that I cannot thank you for enough, Jay. No, man. Uh, I wouldn't be here without you in any way. I wouldn't have been here without and, you. And uh, you, you'd be here. You would just been pulling the hair out of your head. Oh, I would have I would have been dead at the but end I of Thursday. I would literally... I would have backed you up, Jay. Yeah, I would have buried your corpse. No big deal. <laughs> Uh, so thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, it was an amazing experience, kids. Uh, New York Comic Con 2017. Yes. Howie! What's up, dude? Howie! What's going on? Are you surviving? Yes. Is this on? Yeah. This oh, we're on. on. We're live? Yeah, we're live. I am. I am somehow surviving. Uh, how's the weekend been? <laughs> Really good. Really yeah. amazing. Yeah, uh, we launched uh, Float, an autobiography about anxiety, uh, my new my new graphic uh, memoir, and it's, it's amazing. The reception is beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, that's a subject that's very, very popular right now. Yeah. You know, it's, it's something that's really taken the forefront as far as uh, the general populace. What, what inspired you to take that experience and make it a comic book and get all personal and shit? Well, it... It's a it's a thing that's I've had a you know battle my whole life as it turns out. Writing the book really helped me discover that like my first anxiety attack was really in first grade, you know, which is something really? I didn't realize. Um, How do you come into something like that? Uh, you got uh, the book worked like therapy in a way, you know, like um, almost repressed memories. Yeah, kind of? really? yeah, because if you're crafting a book like that, I needed a I needed a beginning, I needed an end, and I and it's just like anything. So if you're doing research for like something that's fiction. That's what I did, but I did it with my own life. Right. And I remembered, oh, I hyper, I remembered getting tested for the gifted class, and I hyperventilated, quote in quotes, right. um, according to the person who was giving me the test. It wasn't a hyperventilation; it was an anxiety attack because there was an egg timer counting me, and it was a test. I, and the woman wow. was a stranger. Wow. 
and then they yeah. won't let me in the gifted class and then you know your path goes from there and that and you, sure but same thing can be said so if uh, relationships when they end oh anxiety attacks and when you ask weird questions and you well, freak out about I've stuff one thing I've learned is uh, I'm with <clears throat> someone who <clears throat> suffers from anxiety and there, there sometimes there isn't necessarily a trigger right right sometimes right. these events happen and these panics come on and it, it you know as someone who doesn't you know doesn't get anxious uh, you have to be very patient mm-hmm. and remind yourself that even though this is so hard to understand it's still happening and they're still feeling it right. even though there's no trigger there's no cause and, and that's been the the weirdest thing is trying to relate to freaking out when there's nothing to freak out about and that you know you can't have people just being like calm down relax mm-hmm. that doesn't work right no and i actually wrote the book for uh you know people like you right that you know are with somebody that has it like my wife you know um so it explains it it's not right. an excuse like the book's not an excuse it just explains why this happens and why right. so to help and i wanted parents for people who have kids sure, to do it because they don't right. understand it and we had parents buy it today right for their because their daughter and i was like oh do you want me to sign it to her and he's like no it's for us so yeah. we want a better explain and it's and i want that i want the book that's to be amazing, able to do that you know like that's amazing that because uh, even now i already know we're going to finish this so i'm going to grab a copy oh, thank you. and i'm going to take it straight home to my wife and yeah. be like you know yeah look there's a comic book that might you know touch you or reach you in some way but of course i'll read it myself maybe it'll be something together that'll help us better understand each other yeah 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 and the way the way to make these things better is to talk about them. right see when people are ashamed and nobody talks about it then you, the person feels you know you of feel course. you can feel it when you have anxiety and, and or somebody says it's not real right they're acting like it's not real right. so my whole life hasn't been real it's awesome yeah, I, yeah. you would you're, say then that you're just adding to it then yeah. you're just compounding on top of the ang- anxiousness they're already feeling right you're well some people lack empathy like you have empathy right. you, you don't but get it's a- not just empathy I mean I always consider myself a you know empathetic kind of guy mm-hmm. but sometimes you have to catch yourself just because your brain doesn't go there mm-hmm. you know because often people times will have like an anxiety attack they don't even want to admit it that right. they're having one, right? right? Because mm-hmm. that makes them look weaker. Or well, you, you, having sometimes a you can't tell. I'll just be real quiet. Right. Yeah. I'll be real quiet. Exactly. Like I, I was having some, you know, I had a little bit of a the panic come up last night, and I had a quick in my brain. No, stop! But there's no reason, you know. Right. Right. Um, it's 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 strange, but it's something that you can fight through. And uh, right. the message of the book is that you can, you can. Uh, there are ways to fight fight right, back right. and like it'll come back and it'll win sure but sure. you're gonna come back and fight again that's what makes you strong right right I found that from my side of the situation at least I'm learning that it's about a calmness you mm-hmm. almost you know people feed off each other mm-hmm. right so I think the best thing to do is, is almost try to exude what they need yeah you know try to stay calm you know try to stay yeah. you know just positive in your own mind without being why can't you just feel better right. why can't you just not stress out yeah and you it know? is frustrating yeah. it is frustrating yeah, it's frustrating to, to be around me way. i mean you know, yeah if, if they need a hug give a hug if not yeah. just sit there and pleasantly sometimes it, i just want you next yeah. to me you know yeah, like alone if she's on yeah. if she's on a plane with me because i'll get one every time i'm on a plane okay. i have to fly if i have to fly alone well it's gonna it's rough sure. yeah but uh if she's there i just just her being there you know not necessarily doing anything and, and it's tough, and that's that's part of the book too. That uh, it's all surrounded. Like sometimes, what you think is the person is feeling. Like you're worried. I worry about how people are reacting to how I feel. 
So it's like a cycle. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It just compounds on. So if I'm on a plane, I'm worried I'm going to get yeah. sick and they're going to judge me. To... Nobody cares on a plane, you know, right. and that's you got to remind yourself that. My right. friend pointed out to me, people don't think of us the way we think they do. Right, it's true. He pointed that out. He, and he also, another good true. thing that right. helped a lot is you're not as important as you think you are in the fact that everybody's revolving right. around you. You know, like, right. I'm like, oh, this not person's a, like, thinking about like, me, judging me. Not in an me. ego way, no. but yeah, just to, like, like a worry get or, back in your own head, out yeah. of their head type thing. Because yeah, you don't think like they do. Right. I don't think no, like other people do. No, no. I worry, I compound. I, you gotta, it's like an attack of any kind. You've got to, uh, some of them just kind of let them play through. And yeah. And like, I'm not a psychologist. No. Right? All I can do is try and be the comforting presence who, whether I understand or not, doesn't get frustrated myself by not understanding. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, the yeah. absolute worst thing you can do. Right. 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 So... How close did you go with it? Are these characters based on characters? Or are these? Is this a flat out like you know? Oh, it's my life. Yeah, um, it's flat, like how he's in the book. Yeah, okay. I show up, but you got to break through because I, um, by nature, I like to hide. Mm-hmm. There's the use of lies, and it's like it's a, it uses the guise of a comic book. So when you're there, you get a you get a main character, and he's handsome and attractive because I and I say this in the book. Wouldn't you rather look at him than me? Right. And that's a whole other layer. Oh yeah. So. To get through him, this is your main character. He's a good-looking Hollywood actor and, and all this stuff. And then he, when he has an anxiety attack, you, it breaks through and you see me. Right, right. And then you're like, oh, right. what's this? And it gets real surreal. And through that, you'll see yeah. Yeah. what am I hiding That's behind. Awesome, so I got to, That yeah. reminds me kind of a, like there's a bit of a trip. Like say you're an incredibly beautiful woman mm-hmm. who suffers from anxiety. Mm-hmm. You don't find yourself beautiful. Right. But people keep telling you all your life how beautiful you are right. and how amazing you are. Yeah. And you may be or not, but... Then you feel the pressure for the fact that you may not believe it yourself, right? You may actually be like a beautiful woman, but if you don't believe that everybody's telling you that all your life, then you feel like almost, I have to live up to this. Right. And it's an odd thing to have to live up to being beautiful, which you are, but not believing it. But yeah. yeah, And also people, some people believe that like, so because he is like attractive, like superficially that that he wouldn't have problems. But that helps. Here's an attractive person having the That's same... Because they do. Yeah, yeah, they do. So lots of celebrities yeah. who are great-looking people have it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so that's... It's just this... This interpret. What you got to do is open the conversation and break down those thoughts like that. Right. You know, and spread positivity and just help explain this is real. It's okay. Right. There's millions upon millions of people that have it. Yeah. So that's why it's an easy conversation starter. And right. then and, and I want to I want to continue it, you know, with depression sure. and, you yeah. know, and then and bipolar disorder. I'd, I'd have to do research. Somebody said I should do one. I'd have to really do research on that, you know, because, because I don't I don't. Familiar, yeah. But, that, that's but I can idea, relate. Though. I can relate. Maybe hook up. Maybe find yeah. someone you can maybe collaborate yeah. with. Is this solely you? Did anybody do anything yeah. else on no, this? No, it's just me. You, right? I have a my my editor is wonderful, Leah Letterman. She's wonderful. She, so she, I would work with her. Right. Also, uh, my wife did the uh, help me with fonts. You know, because okay. I really want to design, and she loved to take part of it. So she helped with a lot of the letter, like as far as a lot of graphic design. Right. So lettering, you know, right. like placing it in certain places. Absolutely. And then uh, my friend Victor, who did a, he did an original soundtrack for it. Wow. Yeah. So that's it's cool. so it's a all around immersive art project and experience. So if you listen to the soundtrack and you read the book, you I get. I didn't know you're, you. I love how many people are doing that. Now. Yeah. It's happening a lot. Yeah. Right. And he uh, wrote every song. That's awesome. And it's full lyrics. It's a Broadway show for. Right. right. For this book. That's amazing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, listen, I greatly, greatly appreciate 
Oh, you handing out a commission? I'm handing out a commission. We got a commission. Oh, uh, uh, nice. Papa. Excellent. Thank you. Thank very you very nice. much. Uh, uh, thank you. You nice showed up work. for the radio show, too. There thank you are. <laughs> Excellent. Well done. <laughs> See you guys. Yeah, you had a lot of commissions this weekend? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's this commission-heavy show. I, right? I, I do a lot of Walking Dead sketch covers. Um, right. I did work for the Walking Dead like right. website, you know, like April Fool's Day gag right, and right. Thanksgiving. Sure. Um, that was fun. And... Um, so like I love The Walking Dead, and so I had uh, sketch covers as people do, right and on. one guy from Dubai bought all of them. Really? I ran away and then commissioned two more, and I'm like, oh, that's, that's how great the show's. Man. It's just oh, yeah, awesome. It's global. How many people are having fans from all over the world show up? Yeah, Dubai. Yeah, I yeah, now have a customer in Dubai. That's great, man. I yeah. never thought. <laughs> Congratulations. So yeah, you to break that Dubai market, I know. man. And yeah. you know what's in Dubai? Money. Oh, Fast and, and gold and Fast riches. And Fast and Furious, they took place there. <laughs> I know. True. They drove this through the buildings. Uh, Howie, thank you so much uh, for talking to us about this and doing something like putting that out there. It's incredibly brave and courageous of you. And uh, people like me, I know, you know, we're going to appreciate it. Yeah, you'll uh, really it, dig it. It helps lead to a conversation. And That's the number one thing I, as someone who, who lives with someone yeah. who suffers from this, it's like, the best thing you can do is learn the science. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And 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 if you want to do something to proactively help your, you know, whoever it is in your life that suffers from anxiety, it's it's learning the proper way to notice the signs, mm-hmm. see when it's coming on. Because like you say, sometimes it's not happening. Yeah. You need to notice the not noticeable. Yeah. You need to notice when they're quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and not just always be in your own head. You yeah. Know yeah. What I mean, because yeah. it's very easy for someone who you know never kind of has those problems like i was born without the gene for embarrassment that's amazing right that's yeah. why i'm so great yeah, i yeah, don't care yeah, about doing this yeah. or whatever i'm you know no problems public public speaking whatever yeah. i just don't have that gene All and i have that i have that sometimes right? like i'm very sweet i can entertain i can joke yeah, around you yeah, know yeah and then uh, and well, that's the thing, but other times i like oh i don't want to go person, up yeah right yeah but, and yeah. then i get like oh i get the it takes yeah. over and you can you're just be fight really it. good at your job you could be a really confident mm-hmm. important you know position in a company or something and still suffer from this oh yeah absolutely adele has it yeah adele sure sure million Million records, yeah, yeah. Place kids sing in front. Yeah, she yeah, has everyone it. Everyone you know? loves her, and yeah, yeah. You still got to And Emma Stone. It. Yeah. So people are like, yeah. Yeah, there's a, you know, there's a, a, a wonderful uh, actress. She has it, and, and open. And I like that more, more celebrities are talking about it. More yeah. books are being written. Exactly. And if we continue that, that's what I hope floats that's a great. part of. You know. That's great. Where can people get it? Uh, Yourglassceiling.com. Right. Exclusively, and uh, lots of stuff on there on that website, and also some tips. To help you get through it. Oh, that's it. very, very. There's very been cool. reader tips brought in. Right on. And this is from people who go through more than I do. Right. Giving tips on how to help, you know. Sure, and sure. Really Fantastic. Wonderful. Good on you, Howie Noel. Uh, yeah, check that out, kids. It's called Float from Howie Noel. Good times. Okay. You made it. Yay. Me and Dirk Manning. Helping hey. to inspire the next generation yeah. of comic book creators. We made it. Five, yeah. It's 501 on a Sunday in New York Comic Con. We made it. Yeah. This is not an act. This is my voice right now. Uh, it's not as bad as I've heard it in the past. No, no, no it's not. It's I've, I've, been, here. I've been learning to pace myself a little bit better. About a it. successful weekend. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's great to hear. Mm-hmm. This has been unlike anything I've ever seen, man. Yeah, because uh, this is your first New York, isn't it's it? It's first, not just New York Comic Con, my first time in New York City. So uh, we're getting beat up by you behind us. 
So yeah, I've never even been to New York City. Right. Never right. mind this convention. So this whole thing has just been a gigantic epic. What's your what's your what's your take on uh, on this show, man? Because you've been to C2E2. Right. You've right. been to Motor City. Yeah. Which are bigger shows, but what's your take on um, on New York Comic Con now that you've been on both sides of it? I've never met nicer people. Wow. All right. All I've right. never been amongst people who are just more cordial and outgoingly nice and kind mm -hmm. to each other. Mm -hmm. I've never felt more of a sense of comfort amongst the, amongst the fans. Mm -hmm. Despite the amount of people here, I've never felt people be more comfortable to be themselves and do the thing that they're doing. And it's been incredible, man. The whole globe comes together here. So it's like a mix of all those communities I've seen and experienced across North America. It all comes together here to form some, some really special shit, man. So well that, that's my outtake on it. I'll find her. Oh, okay. I'll bring it back. I'll bring it back anyway. Yeah, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. And I'll tell you what. It's a mecca. Hold on. Hold yeah. on. Look, look. What are we looking at? Look, look. The lights are going down. Oh, the lights are going down. Is this are... it? Is this official? We made it. Let's we look at the it. clock. Let's look at the we clock. Is it 502? Uh, is 503. It? 503. Yeah. Should we start it? Should we get it going? Right, yeah. 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 We did it. We just oh, we just we, ended we all we, of we the gone. Now we're it's done like done. A bloody wave, man. Now we're done. But yeah, no, um I'll tell you with this show, I do a lot of shows and I'm very fortunate to do a lot of good shows. Uh really the legacy I, maybe legacy is not the right word, but the impact of um, the positivity at these right. repop shows, your C2E2s, your New Yorks, your right. Seattle's. Right. A lot of that comes down to like Mike Nagin, who ran Artist Alleys. Right, right. And, and the repop staff. I mean, hey, they I tell just, you, man, for all the people who incredible. say that these big cons aren't about comics anymore, they haven't been to a fucking repop show. No, that's okay. it. Okay, and not saying, not taking away. Well, other shows have great like alleys and the people running those alleys sure, sure. like uh, do an amazing job and of course absolutely. care about the community but absolutely. this is the first time i see a show where the artist alley has been is equally as important as anything else happening at this convention absolutely and that is a difference i have not witnessed at many shows maybe motor city uh and here mm -hmm. and that's yeah. about it man yeah yeah absolutely yeah. And, and, and this is a, then again i'm gonna say and this Philly. is a, maybe our good friend stan, stan, stan yeah yeah, Philly, yeah i haven't know. been to his show he yet but fights for you guys so. right and yeah. it's in there like with nagin here man when you get a strong artist alley person that cares and puts value in it and the rest of the show backs that up that's what's key you yeah. know what i mean and everybody right the whole repop yeah. staff i mean yeah this is the pinnacle yeah this is the pinnacle of like to run a comic-centric Comic-Con. Yeah, it's absolutely been amazing. Well, Dirk, it's been an absolute honor, as always, but a special honor to have you here on my first New York I know, Comic -Con, I'm so happy buddy. you're here, brother. And, uh, Thank you, know. you and I, I look forward, like I said, the, the Twisted interview you did was great, and everything else. Oh, that was so much happy fun. Happy you were here. Thank you for having me do that. We're gonna have so many grand adventures together again, you and I. Yes, sir. Uh, and I'm never gonna ever, ever lit up, because someday Dirk is gonna come to Canada. And, uh, I've been talking about that more be, and more. I know it's 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 not a matter of uh, yeah. if; it's a matter of when. Oh, beautiful, Dirk! I love you. Thank you, sir. Much love, brother. <laughs>